Hello everyone. Today's topic is how AWS is delivering and enabling sustainability. And to help me untangle this, I'm joined here today by Thomas Blood, who is the sustainability lead for EMEA for AWS. Tell me a little bit more about yourself and your role. What does it mean to be a sustainability lead at AWS? Yeah, I've been with AWS for six and a half years. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and what this is about is a, working with, uh, with our colleagues and our partners and our, and our uh, sellers to understand what is sustainability, why is it important, how can we help, mm -hmm. but also, and more importantly, to help our customers meet uh, and accelerate their sustainability goals and their journey. Okay, so maybe you can tell us a little bit more about Amazon's sustainability commitments and your efforts. Right. Yeah, so in 2019, Amazon... Um, formed together with Global Optimism, the Climate Pledge. Mm -hmm. And the Climate Pledge basically says we want to pull forward the Paris Accord goal by 10 years. Mm -hmm. We want to be net carbon uh, zero by um, 2040. Mm -hmm. There's 400 or so companies now that have signed up for the pledge. Mm -hmm. um, and again, the, the effort is to drive this forward collectively across many, many companies. Yeah. Uh, and that includes things like um, our effort, our goal to become reliant on 100% renewable energy. Uh, so we have a goal of reaching that by 2030, uh, and in 2021, we're 85% of, of the way there. Mm -hmm. So we've, we're now on a trajectory, on a path to reach that by uh, 2025, so five years sooner. And so it's, it's those collective efforts around um, energy and then water positive is another one. We're, 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 we're aiming to return uh, more water to the communities than we consume. Right, that's another, another aspect of this. So there's lots of aspects around how we become more sustainable ourselves and then have our customers benefit from that sustainability. So it's really nice to hear that you're actually making a real difference and trying to be truly sustainable. Yeah, we, we recognize that there's an important aspect here to you know, decarbonize IT yeah. operations in our data centers uh, and of course help our customers do that for themselves away as well. So when you think about having a, a highly efficient data center operations, like at our scale, you know, we, mm -hmm. can, we can drive this. We, can, we have our own uh, silicon that we've developed. So we have Graviton 3 now, which is 60% more energy efficient than a comparable uh, instance type. Mm -hmm. right, we have, uh, again, the renewable energy aspect. Um, the applying our own machine learning algorithms to our own operations to find efficiencies and to drive things more effectively. Mm -hmm. All of that combined from a data center perspective and an IT perspective helps our customers when they run workloads in AWS. Mm -hmm. And you know, frankly, uh, some com co many customers are migrating into the cloud, migrating, in, migrating into AWS mm -hmm. for cost reasons, for other reasons, but sustainability is becoming a very important reason for them to do that as well. You, you mentioned becoming water positive. Water is one of the most precious resources on our planet. Where does water usage come into data center and, and what does it mean to become water positive? So obviously a, a core component of water usage in data, in data centers is cooling. Right. Uh, we're trying to uh, reduce our cooling efforts and not be reliant as water, on water as much. So we're, we have operations in in the Nordics, right, in, in, in the Stockholm region or in, uh, in Ireland, for instance, mm -hmm. where we can use air cooling, right? And so we're trying to reduce the dependence on water. And water positive for us means, again, we want to return more water to the communities in which we operate than we're consuming. Yeah, there's, there's four ways to think about that. So one is the sustainable sourcing, right? Sustainable sourcing means can we use 
rainwater that's harvested? Yeah. Or can we use recycled water that's already been processed? Mm -hmm. and, and, the, and the answer is yes, we can in mm -hmm. some regions. depends on the local regulations. Mm -hmm. And then we can, once we've run through you know, the cooling cycle, we can actually turn that water back into the recycling effort and it can be cleaned again and reused again. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's pretty exciting. So that's, that's the sustainable sourcing. Uh, then just efficiency, right? Again, driving down water consumption by being super efficient mm -hmm. to just um, find ways to l use less water in our cooling processes. And then there's uh, a fourth, a third area, which is around community reuse of water, right? So for instance, in Oregon, uh, we can use the cooling water that's come through the data center and use it for irrigation. Mm -hmm. And so we give it back to the, the farmers in the, in the region and they can irrigate their fields with mm -hmm. it. And then finally, there's um, this idea of replenishing water to the community. You know, so for instance, in, um, here in the, in the Thames area in London, we have, there's two different wetlands uh, which we're operating with, working together with, with, uh, with, with these, these wetlands to capture runoff from farms and roads, clean the water, and then reintroduce it to those wetlands, or introduce it to those wetlands. So we're adding, uh, 487 million liters of water per year back into those wetlands. Mm -hmm. So it's those kinds of efforts. Or another example in, uh, in Cape Town uh, a few years ago in 2018, I believe, during the massive drought, we partnered with the Nature Conservancy and we said one of the reasons that there's a drought in Cape Town is you know, the water level is being, water is being consumed by invasive plant species. So we partnered with them uh, and had those, uh, those invasive species removed to to again protect the water sources that are there. Yeah, this is all really good to hear and actually quite inspiring for other companies hopefully to follow suit. You mentioned that you're also working with your customers to help them with a sustainability journey. Do you want to share some examples with sure, them? Sure, yeah. So, so I'll give you an example um, that I really like, which is uh, Coca-Cola has a bottling plant, or there's a bottling plant associated with Coca-Cola in Itchichek, Turkey. Mm. Uh, and they came to us looking for ways to reduce cost. And very often we find when you're reducing cost, you also can look at the sustainability impacts and vice versa. Mm -hmm. uh, and so what we did with them is we built a digital twin of their bottling plant in eight weeks <coughs> and then used the digital twin to optimize, simulate optimization of the various functions in the, in the plant. Uh, and once they dialed it in the way they thought it would be really good, they applied it to the plant itself uh, with, the, with a great impact. They reduced energy consumption by 20% and they reduced their water consumption by 9%. Wow. Uh, you know, and it's, it was fast, you know. Mm. Eight weeks to, to, to put the digital twin together and a couple of months to actually implement it. Mm. And it's those kinds of examples that we're looking for. How can we help our customers do that? Yeah, that's amazing. So what, what, what are some of the biggest sustainability challenges you see across your customer base? Well, at the moment, predominantly it's about carbon. You know, just understanding carbon footprint, understanding energy consumption associated with the carbon footprint. Mm. That's the that's still the the predominant thing that we're hearing. Uh, you know, um, but increasingly, you know, water is becoming a, a topic of concern. Mm. Uh, companies are asking us, "Can you help us with uh, circularity? Can we look at how do we become a more circular, you know, economy?" Yes. You know. Um, and then we have a few projects that we're working on around biodiversity, right? That's also an emerging topic. So we're here at the AWS Summit in London. Um, do you, what, what were some of the, the highlights for you from the, in terms of sustainability sessions? Okay. Well, my favorite uh, exhibit today was the Urban Nature Project. I don't know if you saw it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so this is a project that I'm really, really happy about that we did this. Uh, Natural History Museum in London, and for those of you who haven't been there, you have to go. It's a fantastic, fantastic museum. It's wonderful. Uh, they, they were looking at ways to introduce children to nature, especially in urban settings. Mm -hmm. right? So we worked together. We did our innovation uh, working backwards work workshop where basically we come up with a big idea or the customer comes up with a big idea and they write a press release uh, and the press release becomes the basis of actually doing something. Mm -hmm. So they did this uh, and the press release was urban nature. Mm -hmm. And the intention is to take the green areas around the Natural History Museum and to turn them into an, uh, an exhibit space that will attract children to, to come and interact with nature and become citizen scientists. Mm -hmm. right? So it's, it's, a, it's a marvelous and wonderful thing, mm. uh, getting people excited about insects and, and, yeah. and, and plants and, and whatnot. Yeah. Very good. Any others that, that you want to highlight? Uh, there's a company called Oris Connect, mm -hmm. uh, which came from Wholesome. Uh, and what they're looking at is, in the, in the construction space, finding sustainable sources for construction materials is mm. super important. And also thinking about, you know, excavate. Can you use that material for another project somewhere else? So they're using machine learning to, to, to tackle that, pro that problem. Finally, what's one thing you want you, our audience to remember? Huh, about sustainability. Mm. Uh, I would say that uh, sustainability is obviously a very big term. It's a very big challenge. Mm -hmm. And really the way to tackle it is if we all work together to make that happen. And so that means we have to engage in partnerships. We have to look for opportunities to, to really lean in mm -hmm. and, and tackle these challenges. That's what I would say. So think about what are the things you can do in your own organization. One simple, simple thing would be uh, if you're in the IT department, you know, go down the hall, say hello to the sustainability officer, and offer help on you know, digitizing the data and analyzing the data, because a lot of that's still done manually and with clipboards and Excel. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today, Thomas. Thank you for this uh, conversation. Thank, Thank you so much.